Today we begin a new Masechta, Masechta's Rosh Hashanah. Masechta discusses many of the particulars of the Jewish calendar. And the final two prakam in the Masechta discuss the Yom Tev of Rosh Hashanah itself. Masechta begins with a discussion of when the new year begins in Halacha. And the Mishnah tells us that the answer to that question actually depends on with regards to what? For actually, Arba From the standpoint of Halacha, there are four Rashishanim. There are four dates on the Jewish calendar when it's considered a new year with respect to a specific area of Halacha. They are as follows Be'echad Nisan The first of Nisan is Rashishanah. It's the new year, the first day of the year, with regards to how we count the years of a Jewish king. When uh, recording legal documents, was a practice to date the document in accordance with the number, year of the king's reign. And so this means that if a Jewish king came to the throne shortly before the first of Nisan, if somebody was writing a star sometime after the first of Nisan, he would date the document by saying, this transaction is happening in the second year of whichever king it is, HaMelech. Also in Nisan, we have a Rosh Hashanah with a Regalim. With regards to when we start counting the time frame of the three festivals that a person has as a deadline to fulfill a vow he made to bring a carbon. Tara says that if a person vows to bring a carbon, he has three festivals to bring the carbon. If he procrastinates further, then he is liable to a lav of Balta'acher. But the Mishnah explains that that clock only begins with the festival that occurs in Nisan, which of course is Pesach. And so this means that if someone made a vow to bring a carbon just before Pesach, if the three regalim, Pesach, Shua, Sukkot, came and went and he didn't bring the carbon, he would be in violation of Balta'acher. You shall not delay to bring a carbon you vowed to bring. Whereas if he made the vow just after Pesach, the clock wouldn't even begin until the following Pesach, and then Shavuot Sukkot of that following year. So technically we've listed two Rosh Hashanim so far, but since these both occur in Nisan, the Mishnah counts them as one. The Mishnah continues, Rosh Hashanah The first of Elal is Rosh Hashanah with regards to the law of tithing one's animals. There's a mitzvah from the Torah that each time a person has a new flock, he must tie that flock. And the way that's done is he puts all the animals, the new flock, in a pen, and has them emerge one by one. And each time he gets to number 10, he marks it with red dye as the meiser animal. And he brings that animal as a carbon in the base of Mignash and invites his guests to partake of the portion of the carbon eaten by him and his guests. Now, the halach is that a person may only tithe from a flock that's exclusively from the same Meiser year. And thus, according to this first opinion, the Rosh Hashanah for Meiser Behema is the first of Elul. This means the owner must keep separate the animals born before the first of Elul versus the animals born after the first of Elul and make sure to tithe those animals separately. The Mishnah brings a different opinion. Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Shimon, Omrim, Echad, Betishrei. They say in Rosh Hashanah for Meister Behema is the first of Tishrei. 
The mission continues. The first of Tishrei is the new year with respect to dating documents. That is, in a case where they're dating the document in accordance with the non-Jewish king in power, which was a practice based on maintaining a peace with the government, who there are documents saying this transaction occurred in X a year of whatever non-Jewish king was in power. If that non-Jewish king took power sometime shortly before the first of Tishrei, the documents are written after the first of Tishrei, it would be dated as the second year of that king's reign. Another explanation in the Gemara is what the mission means is the first of Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah, or most familiar with when Hashem judges all of his creations and determines what kind of year each and every person will have based on the merits he accumulated throughout the year, based on his actions, everything he's done. Hashem scrutinizes all of that and listens to Artfilas and makes a judgment what kind of year this person shall have. Will he have life? Will he have wealth? Will he have health? Etc. The laws of the Yom Tov will be discussed further at the end of the Mesechta. The Mishnah adds that the first of Tishrei as well is Rosh Hashanah with regards to the Shemitah or Yovel years. So Shemitah, of course, is every seventh year. Yovel occurs every 50 years. During both the Shemitah and Yovel years, the land in Eretz Yisrael may not be worked. The Shemitah and Yovel years begin once it's the first of Tishrei, of that Shemitah or Yovel year. Also, Lanitia, the first of Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah, with regards to the prohibition of Orla, which means that a fruit tree that grows in Eretz Yisrael for its first three years of life is totally forbidden for any benefit. However, the halacha is that if a fruit tree was planted at least 45 days before the first of Tishrei, well, then by the time the first of Tishrei rolls around, we would consider that tree, with respect to Arla, to be in its second year, because it was planted and it took root in the previous year. Now you need 45 days because it takes 15 days for the tree to take root, and then you need another 30 days because it's not reasonable to, uh, even in a halachic sense, count that first year as a full year if you're dealing with the period that it was your root in the ground for less than 30 days. But if it was planted 45 days prior to the first of Tishrei, then you can count that as a whole year, so that after first of Tishrei, it's already year two, you only have two more years to go, until the Orla prohibition will be removed. And finally, the first of Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah Yerakos, with respect to the halacha of tithing vegetables, and certainly with respect to tithing grains, the obligation to tithe vegetables is only a rabbinic obligation. Just as was stated with regards to the mitzvah to tithe one's flock, regarding tithing one's crops as well, his vegetables, his grains, you can't mix together grain or vegetables of one year with grain of a different year and then tithe that whole batch together. So he has to tie those batches from their respective years separately. What day begins a new year with regards to the mitzvah to tithe vegetables or grains? The first of Tishrei. Now, when it comes to vegetables, the determining factor of what year it belongs to is which year was it harvested in. So, the practical effect of the Mishnah's ruling is that if one has some vegetables 
Some he harvested before Aleph Tishrei, others he harvested after Aleph Tishrei. We have to keep those separate because they belong to separate years. In addition, what the person actually does with the various tithes differs depending on what year it is. Specifically, there's a second tithe. What one does with the second tithe depends on which year the produce belongs to. That is, if it belongs to either years three or six of the Shemitah cycle, Allah gives that tithe to a poor person. Whereas if it's any other year besides the Shemitah itself, of course, but if it's one, two, four, five, he takes the second tithe to Yerushalayim and eats it there. So regarding that issue as well, what's the cutoff point? At what point is he in a new year? Does he say, okay, now I'm in year two or year three? The answer is, once Aleph Tishri rolls around, we're in a new Meiser year. I'll see who will process the tithes accordingly. Now, Aleph Tishrei as Rosh Hashanah for tithing purposes is true with regards to if it's a grain certainly and vegetables. However, when it comes to tithing fruits of a tree, there's a different Rosh Hashanah, which is uh, not in the fall in Tishrei, but in the springtime in Shvat. And the rationale is that fruits are determined you know, to figure out which year belongs to, not by when you harvest it, but when the fruit blossoms. So that your blossoming happens more in the springtime, and so that's going to be the Rosh Hashanah for the purpose of a tithing fruits of a tree. Now, the precise date for Rosh Hashanah for trees is the subject of a dispute, Beishamay and Bezhilal. We start with the opinion of Beishamay, Be'echa Bishvat Rosh Hashanah Le'ilon, Kedirah Beishamay. According to Beishamay, the first of Shvat is the new year with regards to fruits of trees, and so this uh, pertains again to the issue of keeping fruits from one year to the next separate, the purpose of tithing, and also determining what number year of the Shemitah cycle it is with regards to, okay, do we do Meiser Shani or Meiser Ani, as explained above. But Basil disagrees and says that Rosh Hashanah for the trees is on the 15th of Shvat, to Shvat. Basil's view, that's when the blossoming really gets underway, so there we have the four Rosh Hashanim, two really in, in Nisan, which we count as one, according to Tanakama, the first of Elul, and of course the first of Tishrei, and finally either the first of Shvat or the 15th of Shvat.